Well, how's your Sunday? Is it good? $4,000 of LASIK surgery and I've got to use readers. Just makes me mad. But I can see from here to Colorado Springs. Well, the message that God has for, for me to deliver this morning is a message called Blessed. Because that's who we are. That is my name. Um, as an, I saw the word pastor and it reminded me of something. I, I remember preaching at a church one Sunday and uh, I said, You ought to be glad that I'm not your pastor because some of you I might not want back next week. <laughs> but that's okay, I told him, because I'm sure many of you wouldn't want me back either. But you know, when you go to preach in a church as an evangelist, you never know what's taking place in a church. You don't know where the hearts are. You don't know where the people are in relation to their relationship with God. So you go in kind of cold. But the Lord knows. And I believe that that's the experience we had this morning, is that God had a special message for those people that were here. It certainly was a message for me. You all just got to be hearers of it. You know, you got to sit in while the Lord was speaking to me. I'm going to see if I can turn this on here. All right. All right. So, I'm going to start this morning with one of my favorite uh, uh, books in the Bible, the book of Ephesians. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. We've been blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ. I told the first service that the greatest need that you and I will ever have in our lives is the need of salvation. And when we gave our lives to Christ and surrendered ourselves to Him and received Him into our hearts as Lord and Savior, our greatest need that we will ever have was met. So what does that mean about the rest of our needs? If God met our greatest need, all of our needs will be met as well. I enjoyed Jackie's message last week. It really touched my heart. One of the finest message, messages that I have heard in a long, long time. And uh, it spoke to me all week long. And I reflected on the way that I think and the way that I experience my life and the way I look at life. And so I think today's message is going to be kind of a little bit of an extension of what Jackie had to say last week. But when the Lord tells us in the book of Ephesians that we have been blessed... He's not speaking past tense, right? Speaking currently. We are blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ. So we really, in reality, what the Lord is telling us, we're we're not lacking anything. Am I right? I mean, we are blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ. And we're seated in heavenly realms. We look at life through time and space. God looks... There's no time and space in God's economy. There's no uh, beginning and end. He is eternal. Webster's dictionary, dictionary tells us or defines the word blessed as held in reverence, enjoying happiness. Bliss of heaven, bringing pleasure, contentment, and good fortune. So that's man's interpretation of what it is to be blessed. Does that sound a little bit like you? 
Are you held in reverence? Did God not spare? Did he spare his son for you, for you and I? No, he gave his son up for us, right? If you want to know how much God loves and loves you and thinks about you, think about what he did with his son. That's how much God loves us. He holds us in reverence. God's intention is for him to have an enjoy, uh, to enjoy life and to be happy. The bliss of heaven, I like that. He can almost preach off of that. And to bring pleasure, contentment, and good fortune. And that is the way that the Lord intended us for, to live our lives. It's kind of hard to preach with the slideshow. I'm going to have to stop this. This is, I don't like this adult grown up world. <laughs> there you go. Hey, we, we are blessed physically, spiritually, and socially. So let's take a quick look at what these blessings are. If I can get this thing, if I can get myself working in the right direction here. Okay, let's talk physically first. How does God bless us? We'll start with the science of the body. Do you know that it is miraculous to think about the way our bodies are built? Uh, I've had the opportunity to teach psychology uh, for a number of years. And um, so when you're teaching Introduction to Psychology, uh, we teach a lot about the body and the mind connection. And so it's amazing to think about, about the way our bodies are built. Our eyes, I mean, if, you, if we had time, we could talk a little bit about how our eyes are put together and our ears, our heart, our endocrine system, the brain is just amazing. I've been doing my doctoral studies and I've been researching a lot on the brain and it's just amazing to me how our brains work. The lungs, the spinal cord, the tongue, speech, the blood that carries oxygen to every cell in our body, the reproduction system, oh hallelujah, the digestive system, the nose, uh, fight or flight, hands, feet, cells, DNA, and so many other uh, bodily components. The, the way the Lord has built our body, the point is this, that we are marvelously made. We are marvelously made. I mean, modern science, modern medicine is still marveled at the way that we see and the way that we hear. Do you know that you got millions of hair, hairs on your tongue? You got a hairy tongue. Tell your neighbor, you got a hairy tongue. And then stick it out and let him see it. That enables you to taste. It enables you to taste. The body, we are blessed the way the Lord put us together. Socially, we are all connected. We're connected to one another. God gives us the ability to love. Think about that for just a moment. He gives us the ability to love. Love is a choice we choose to make. We could choose to love or we choose not to love. Have you ever heard that, you know, I fell out of love or I fell into love? It's not true. We choose to love or choose not to love. And we, are also, we also have the ability to receive love. Think about that for just a moment. Doesn't that feel good when you receive love from somebody? When they put their arms around you or they say something to you or just look at you that special way that they look at you? 
So God gives us the ability to experience love. And then we have our support networks, you know, our spouses, our children, our family, friends and co-workers, all the people around us that love us and care about us and, and whom we love and care about also. In John 16:33, the Lord tells us, I have, I have told you these things so that in me you will have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, for I have overcome the world. Why would I put that in reference to being blessed? Because there's some things that we need to learn about life, and that is sometimes life gets messy. Let me just talk to you for just a moment. Life can get real messy real quick. I mean, you and I, we're not perfect, and if you are... I take my hat off to you, but I'm embarrassed for you to see my bald head. Life can get real messy. I live with me. I know my imperfections. I know what I do right, and I know what I do wrong. And so um, sometimes we experience things in life that are very difficult. Somebody gets ill, or or we go through a, some kind of a hardship or a heartbreak or you know, something happens in our lives that, that creates a pain. But we need to realize, we need to remind ourselves. That's why I was so thankful for Jackie's message last week, because it reminded me that life is not perfect, but yet we remain blessed. So where is our focus? We could take a look in one, one way or another, we look at life. We could either look at it positively or negatively. That's our choice. You know, um, we could look at life in a positive aspect. We could realize our blessings. We think about life and health and wealth and prosperity, success, contentment, and the list goes on. Or we could be negative about our circumstances. And we can forget about who we are in Christ. And we can forget about God's blessings really quick. Are you with me? You know, we can experience, we can look at, look at things negatively. We can have discouragement. We can have doubt. We can have fear and turmoil and strife, discontentment and dissatisfaction. So my question to you this morning is, better here or better there? One or two or about the same? One. Or two. I always wanted to do that. I go to I go to the eye doctor and I tell, I do that to him. He's studying my eyes and I'm studying him. I always wanted to do that. Gosh, that was fun. <laughs> I gotta stay on script. I'm learning that from the president. Anyway. Matthew 6, 23. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then, if the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? Think about that for just a moment. So let me, let me take a little walk with you about God's blessings today. And let me ask you, 
How are you blessed? How are you blessed physically? Does anybody have anything that they can raise their hand about? Shout it out. What are you blessed? How has God blessed you physically? (laughs) Everything works. That is so true. Right? I mean, hopefully it's true. Everything works. Who else? You can see. That's a gift, right? I remember when I was having LASIK surgery, you know, and they told me, we're going to give you some volume to relax you because that's what we do before we slice open your eyes. <laughs> and so uh, I decided that I didn't want any volume. You know, I, I used drugs when I was young, and I don't like being on any kind of drug like that. So uh, I said, I'm just going to go without the volume. So I got all prayed up. You ever been there where you get all prayed up? And uh, so I, I, I got all prayed up and they took me back and they said, are you sure you don't want any volume? And I said, I'm sure I don't want any volume. So uh, I sit in this chair and they start drawing on my, on my eyes. These, you know, they start drawing, making these little circles and where they were going to put the laser and all this stuff. And I'm watching them. Imagine that drawing on your eyes. Okay, then they take you back and they, they put this machine on your eye and, and the doctor says, you know, 10 seconds to blackness, 10, 9 seconds to blackness, you know, 2 seconds to blackness. And then all of a sudden it goes black. And then you, the, you watch this little laser go. And then the doctor peels back. Yeah, you get the idea? And then when he's all, and then, you know, the laser's doing the, correction or whatever it does, you could literally smell the flesh from your eye burning. Then they lay it back over and then you can't open your eyes till the next day. Trust me, I found out why they give you Valium. (laughs) But the cool thing about it was the doctor told me, you know what? You didn't use any Valium, did you? And I said, I didn't. He says, you didn't move a bit. It was pretty amazing. I... I wasn't, how did I get started on that story? Oh, yeah, you, yeah. Anyway, if the moral of the story is if you're going to have LASIK surgery, take volume. <laughs> God is good. What's that? Yes, and get prayed up. Hey, let me visit with you just a little bit how we're blessed spiritually. The book of, the book of Ephesians teaches us that, um, you know what? I got my notes here. I'm not improvising like the last service here. We are blessed with everyday blessings. Guess what? We wake up in the morning, don't we? Did you wake up this morning? I love, I love visiting black churches because they, they, they say, Thank you, Lord, for waking me up this morning. Thank you for getting me on my way. And I think that's just everyday life. That's where we live. So we're blessed every day. How about when you go to sleep at night? Do you get a good night's sleep? Hopefully you do. When the morning when you wake up, do you feel blessed that you slept through the night? I always say when I get out of bed in the morning, thank you, Lord, that I'm able to get out of bed. I say that every morning. So we learn how to count our daily blessings. As I mentioned before, we can either be positive or negative, and we have to ask ourselves, where are we going to live? Where is our focus going to be? I remember uh, going for uh, a walk and uh, I used to take daily walks. And I remember uh, the Lord sp- speaking to me one day when I was walking. He said, uh, 
That's the way you live your life, the way you walk. You walk looking at the, the, the pavement. And you're looking at the cracks in the pavement and you're looking at all the imperfections and uh, you're watching out so you don't trip and fall. But look around you. You're missing the beauty of life, the flowers, the birds, the sunshine, the fresh air. You're so preoccupied with the troubles in life. It's like that sidewalk. You're so preoccupied that that's where your focus is and you're missing out on the joy and the blessings of everyday life. That was a day that uh, I will always remember. In Colossians 2.10, the Lord tells us, You have Jesus, you have everything. We are truly blessed. Whatever we need, He provides. If we need wisdom, He provides wisdom. So many times in the counseling session, uh, I don't know what to say to people. I have, a, you know, I have a lot of education. I have a lot of training. But sometimes you don't know what to tell people. I'm just being honest with you. And so the Lord will drop something into my lap every time I need it. I tell you, it's, it's just wonderful that he will give me something to give to, to people that are in need at the time they need it. Do we need healing? We have a healer. We are blessed with, to have a healer. You know, he bore our stripes on Calvary's cross. By his stripes we are healed. We are blessed to have him as our healer. He is our righteousness. He is our success. He's our strength. He's our peace. He's our shield. He's our companion. The truth is that Jesus desires to bless us. That's his desire for us. We could be preoccupied with how we blow it every day, the mistakes that we make. We can get so down on ourselves. Anybody ever been down on yourself? We can get really down on ourselves about, about life and about the way we do things. But the reality is that Jesus just wants to bless us. He wants us to realize the blessings that he has given to each one of us in our lives. One day I was feeling kind of sorry for myself and I was feeling really at a low point. And uh, the Lord spoke to my heart and said, I want you to get a piece of paper and a pencil and I want you to write down what you're thankful for. And this is my thankful list. I'm thankful for my salvation. I'm thankful that at the age of 19 years old, in a little tiny Catholic church on the lower east side of Pueblo, through the message of an evangelist and the prompting of the Holy Spirit, I gave my life to Christ. And that night, I received a revelation of, of Christ and seen him in his glory surrounded by angels. And he had his arms extended towards me that night. I wasn't a perfect person. I wasn't living a perfect life. But he had his arms of love extended to me. I'm thankful for the Holy Spirit that God lives in me. See, I'm never alone. When in my, I'm in my car, I'm, I'm working, I'm in bed, whatever, I am never alone. God's Spirit lives in me. And let me just visit that, that uh, for just a moment. Think about this for just a moment. God's Spirit living in me. God's Spirit living in you. 
Is God the Holy Spirit any less than God the Father? Is he any less than God the Son? And where does he live? Put your hand on your heart and say with this with me. Thank you, Lord, for the blessed Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit lives in me. He lives in you. The power of God lives in us. The power of the Godhead lives in us. So if you're lonely today, can I remind you that you're never alone? I'm thankful for the Word of God. I'm thankful that I have God's Word that I can read daily, that I can study, that I can pick up and... I'm also thankful for the written word that's written in my heart and fresh in my mind. I'm thankful for the word of God that encourages me daily. See, I could spend my day reading the newspaper or watching the news and become discouraged and, and fearful and frustrated and worried. Or I can spend some time reading the truth, the good news. And it is good news. I'm thankful for his daily presence. Have you ever just had a special moment visitation with the Lord where his glory just comes on you and you just feel his presence? I remember sitting in church on a Sunday morning and the pastor was preaching and nothing big going on. I mean, that's big, but nothing. Yeah, you got it. And the Lord spoke to my heart and said, Jesse, I love you, my son. And I just began to weep because he called me by my first name. I've never liked my name. But at that particular moment, he, you know, he spoke to me, called me. And then he said, son, he called me son and told me he loved me. Have you ever been in your car when all of a sudden you just tears start coming down your face because you feel his presence? Isn't that wonderful when we get to heaven? We're going to have that all the time. We're blessed to have his protection. I was telling him in the early service, sometimes in my life, when God intervened, I mean, it's a miracle that I'm here. We have his protection. The angels of God are encamped around us. You can't see them, but they're in this room. And people that have seen them will tell us what they look like and different things about them. I remember driving home from work one evening late at night and an evil spirit came into the car and it started to manifest. And before I could even think, immediately I started speaking in tongues and and that evil spirit was gone. And you know, you all have your stories. We all have our stories about how God protected us at times in our life and even times when we're not even aware of that God protected us. I'm thankful for his guidance. His guidance. He guides us through life. He guides us through difficult times and circumstances. I'm thankful for his intervention. You know, when you get a no from God, that's a good thing. I'm thankful for the promise of heaven. Guess what? I'm not going to hell. <laughs> That ought to make you shout. And neither are you. (laughs) Yeah. When I take my last breath on earth, the next breath I take will be in glory with him. 
I'm thankful for joy and peace and love and mercy. Think about that for just a moment. Joy in midst of times of sorrow. Peace when you would think, that, you know, why would you have peace? I was telling the early service about some of my experiences in life when I had peace that I couldn't explain, but it, it was just there. It's amazing. I'm so glad I have Jesus. I'm thankful for his love, which is boundless. You know, it, it has no end. You can't exhaust the love of God. And I'm thankful for mercy because I'm not perfect and I need it every day. And forgiveness and his grace. I'm thankful for the blessings that he gives. His favor. Do you know that you're highly favored? I'm thanking, I thank him for the ability to keep me. I got saved when I was 19. I'm 58 years old. And uh, he's kept me. I'm still loving him and I'm still serving him. And the best days are coming. I'm thankful for my health, physical, mental, and emotional. And like I told the first service, yes, I am healthy mentally. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. I'm thankful for my children. I get to be a dad. Just think about that. I get to be a dad. That's a privilege. That's a gift. I'm thankful for my grandchildren, for my family. I'm so thankful for my beautiful wife. Still waiting to eat her homemade fried chicken. I told her the other day, I've heard about your fried chicken. Still waiting on it. (laughs) Yeah. I'm thankful for my job, except for Monday mornings. (laughs) I heard a message one time from Pastor Bobby Wilson talking about Monday mornings. And he brought it all into perspective. You know, Monday morning I get to go to work instead of going to the unemployment office or going down to the welfare office to get help. I get to go to work instead of being laying up in a hospital or laying sick in bed at home. I get to go to work. Oh, wait a minute. I'm not preaching Bobby's message. I'm preaching mine. I'm thankful for my education and my career. And yes, I am a smart guy. And it's just beautiful. I'm thankful for my friends. Hey, Marcella and Bob. There's a few people out there that are my friends. I'm thankful for Pueblo, Colorado, for Pueblo and for Colorado. As imperfect as Pueblo is, I'm thankful for it. And I'm thankful that I'm a citizen of the United States of America. I'm thankful for my home. I get a home to go to. When I leave here, after I stop at the country buffet or whatever it is I eat, I get to go home. You know, I work for, the, I work for child protection. And uh, there are people that don't have no home. But I have a home. How about you? Do you have a home? Are you blessed? I'm thankful that I got a car, a vehicle, and it runs and it's got tires and the whole bit. There's people out there that have to use public transportation. I'm thankful for my neighborhood. 
Not for all my neighbors, but for my neighborhood. I'm thankful that I have some money. Here's where I really am thankful. I'm thankful that I have hope. Are you blessed with hope? Do you have hope in your heart? Think about the people in life who, don't, who, who live life like they, they have no hope. You know, it's very, very heartbreaking right now that so many of our teenagers today are ending their lives. And uh, they're, you know, uh, Don and I, we got to go to a meeting at the public library a couple of weeks ago. And uh, there was a group of teenagers that were speaking about teenage suicide. And one of the, the, the last girl to speak was, she was exactly there. She was right there. She said she had no hope. She didn't like people. She didn't like life. She was at the bottom of life. And, uh, you know, you got to hear where she was coming from. And it's very heartbreaking. And we need to pray for our teenagers. We need to pray for for these kids. Because the, the world is different now. But it's not hopeless. And life is not hopeless. So today I'm thankful that I have hope in my heart that life will be better. I'm thankful for courage to persevere in life when things get rough and difficult. And I'm thankful for dreams that I'm able to dream about my life, about the possibilities. You know, I'm 58 years old and my best days are still ahead of me. And I'm thankful for him. I'm blessed because I have him. And I am his eternally. So, what the Lord wants to remind us of today is that we are truly blessed. And we can choose to live in that blessing or we can choose to live negatively. We could choose to keep our eyes fixed on him, the author and perfecter of our faith. Or we can choose to look at our life circumstances. You know, if we had time this morning, I mean, I would love to hear people's testimonies. Because I know you have your stories just as I do. How God has blessed you and kept you through the years. He's a good God. And his desire is to bless us. I'm going to take a little side road this morning. And I brought a little video with me. And the video is 17 and a half minutes long, and believe me, it's worth every minute. But I'm only going to show, you know, maybe seven or eight minutes of it. But um, I want you to listen, and I want you to participate in any way that you, you feel you want to. You're free in Christ. You can stand to your feet. You can worship along with the video. You can sing. You can praise God. You can do whatever you want. This is a free church, right? And so I pray that this video blesses you. You know, when I first started preaching it for many years, I would ta- I also sing. Um, and so I would take a song or two with me and I'd preach and I'd sing. And I did that for a number of years. And then they quit inviting me back. Actually, I, I sing really good. Uh, but anyway, instead of bringing singers, let's go around. Please enjoy this video. And listen, don't be a spectator. 
be a participant and enjoy the next several minutes of this. And then I'm going to come back and, and, and conclude. Feet with me. Stand to your feet with me. Hallelujah. Father, we are thankful people today, dear God. We thank you, Lord, for your daily presence. We thank you for Jesus, our Savior. You didn't give your second best. You gave your best for us, O Lord. Lord, we are thankful, dear God, for the blessed Holy Spirit. O Lord, we thank you for the gift of life and family and love and health and the blessings of heaven that are coming our way. We thank you for wealth and success and and the courage to live for you, God, in a dark world. We thank you for the love of God which has been shed abroad in our hearts, O Lord. With grateful hearts today, Lord, we, we say thank you, Lord, for blessing us. We are a blessed people. Lord, thank you today for reminding us of the blessings of God, where our focus should be on the goodness of God, not on the sorrows of this world, dear God, but on the goodness of God, not on our problems, not on our circumstances, not on our failures, not on our, our uh, problems, God, but on you, our problem solver. Lord, when we need peace, you are peace to us. When we need joy, you are joy to us. When we need hope, you are hope to us. When we need strength, you are strength to us, O oh God. You are all in all, dear God, and you meet our every need. So, Lord, we say thank you. We say thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord God, most high. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.